0: Welcome to the ECG podcast, a show where some East Coast buddies who have never met in person gather remotely once a week to hang out and discuss our love of video games. On this week, week's episode for July the 3rd, going into the holiday weekend, we're going to be talking about uh, Microsoft's long rumored July presentation and what we want to see there, what's rumored to be there. A new Fallout TV show announced today from Amazon and next gen Gaming uh or should say next gen game prices so uh a couple cool rumors coming out this week i'm one of your hosts chris waterman from jacksonville florida joined tonight by dowell once again from atlanta georgia how's it going dowell what up got george arevalo from miami florida what's going on boys and we have a uh robbie bobby miller one robbie bobby miller from baltimore what's up bobby
1: Hey, 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 I'm back.
0: <laughs> and as you would expect, uh, reasonably uh, unsober, which is just fine with us. That's how it's we like Thursday,
1: baby. Thirsty, Thursday.
0: On the, the mm-hmm. Cuspo holiday. Um, before we get into the, the business end, uh, you know, we tossed a little bit off mic. Anybody got any cool plans for the holiday?
2: Little family time. Uh, meet up with my family and uh, relax by the pool. Very nice.
3: Nothing here, man. I just got back from a couple days of a uh, little mini getaway up in Fort Myers Beach. Um, so this weekend, just kind of taking it easy and just probably spending some time with the wife. Same
1: awesome. here. I went, uh, my daughter's third birthday. We went down the ocean in Maryland for a weekend. And let me tell you, after 10 o'clock, that place is pandemonium. It's like a wrestling event after 10. It's like people turn into, uh. Uh, what is it called? Little uh, gremlins after they get wet after 10 o'clock. It was a nightmare. (laughs) Uh, We left at 10.01 both weekends in a row and uh, at exactly 10 o'clock one person got beat with a a like clothes stand the the weekend before and then this last weekend like shivings and stabbings like it's the like jail playground but uh, we usually try to get out of there by 10 but yeah, she had a great third birthday. That's good. Uh, yeah yeah other than the stabbings it was a beautiful time
0: <laughs> it sounds like it um yeah so on, on my end going to see jaws at a drive-in theater on saturday that should be fun um, i have a backup plan for barbecuing I, I got some ribs that i can do low and slow on the oven if i need to we always do ribs for fourth of july and then i think we're just gonna do some house projects. so you know good fun homeowner type stuff but it's, you know, home improvement. It's uh, the kind of house projects that
2: I like to get done. Sweet. Nice, right. nice. On the home project tip, I'll say I just got a reciprocating saw. So I, I, nice. understand, I understand your excitement and your, your plans.
0: Yeah, one of the things is to improve the nerd den here. going to put some floating shelves so I can display some more stuff kind of out in the main space. That'll be cool.
1: Nice. All right. Nice. Well, Someone tried to steal mine yesterday from my garage because I left it open.
0: But yeah, our Bobby, calls are nice. Everyone
1: wanted one, apparently.
0: Are uh, you generally yeah. speaking safe, man? Sometimes I worry about your... You uh, know, your I,
1: I, oh God, I wish someone from my neighborhood listened because then they would stop trying to steal my stuff. Uh, but yeah, my neighbor borrowed my ladder, so I left my garage door open. And then I saw someone come in my garage, try to take my, uh, my saw. And uh, I literally just five seconds earlier was about to take the dog out when I got the notification from my Google Nest camera that someone was in the garage. Yeah, so I try to practice safety, but at the same time, no one cares.
0: Well, I'm glad that you are safe and I hope you stay that way. Yeah,
1: I'm so glad I don't do any projects at home uh, as a homeowner so that, that people can just come in and take my stuff.
0: Well, let's get into some video game uh, news, starting off uh, with Microsoft uh well sort of long confirmed and yet like rumored because we don't know the date exactly uh conference gonna be presumably the answer to uh sony's uh conference last month uh or i guess sony's was in may right was it may or june gosh yours uh is a little wonky june was it june okay so last i believe
1: it was the first week of june okay
0: yeah, so only thing that we actually know is going to be there for sure is Halo Infinite. We're going to get a look at gameplay, and you know, I'm sure another sort of uh, trailer. Um, so that that is the one thing we'll, we'll try dive into. You know, our excitement levels for things like that um, in just a moment. But we don't really know a whole lot else about the uh, what the conference is going to entail. There's some rumors, of course, and uh, those have been spinning up quite a bit the past week with social media accounts and with uh, you know for fable and um the perfect dark franchise uh, oh. possibly being uh you know revamped rumored that playground games who makes uh the forza horizon games is um going to be involved in designing that open world so that that's what we have as far as uh, rumors. And then of course, you know, you could, I guess, assume that maybe we'd see some more stuff from other Microsoft studios, like the Senua Saga Hellblade 2 uh, folks, Ninja Theory, and some of the other um, studios as well. So I wanted to see what you guys think will be, um, you know, shown at the conference number one, like, so what do you think? And then what do you want at the conference? You know, it can be something specific about how they show a game or, a spec- you know, a particular game. And we'll kind of go around and then let's uh, let's all dream together because it's not going to be long before we see what Microsoft has to offer um, for next gen. So uh, Del, I'll start with you, man. Like, what do you think is going to be there? What do you want to see there? Um, what does Microsoft need to do? Like, you know, to to get your attention and, and make you happy?
2: so for me that's kind of an easy uh answer like i'm kind of in the mode where i want to see more cyberpunk so we got to get something either maybe we can play a mission or something but i think and hope and pray that we get to see some more cyberpunk that's all i really am focused on right now but uh yeah i i think that's what that's one place i'd definitely be looking for and um
0: Oh boy, I tell you, if they included that. So along with that, and we'll we'll be, you know, covering this like as a podcast and we'll get more into that like as the, we get closer to the event. But there's that demo week coming. And hoof oh boy, if if C D project made uh, that cyberpunk demo available during that, man, that would certainly be a huge get for Microsoft, even though Cyberpunk, of course, not an exclusive, but just to be able to say like, oh, as part of our Xbox event, by the way, players, you can play this awesome game that you're anticipating. Um would would be awesome. I agree.
2: Yeah, yeah. and I think um, it'd be cool to kind of see something maybe out of the box because it was saying for demo week, not every game is going to be finished. So I kind of want to see how creative they can get with the new system and with with the power that it has, and really show us something that kind of blows us away visually and maybe add some wrinkle to gameplay. That just kind of puts uh turn things up a notch. I don't know, I don't have a concrete example right now, but like that'd be really fun to see.
0: Yeah, well, you know, Microsoft uh is rumored to you know be flipping the switch at some point for cloud gaming, right? Like to be like a full release, it'd be interesting to see if they do that or widen it to more of like an open beta open alpha kind of thing and then allow players like myself or you guys to you know on your pc or like your you know mobile device to be able to play like a next gen game with like the cloud service right like hey the hardware is not here yet guys but if you want to see what next gen is here's some updates that we have to XCloud. like that could be cool so yeah if you're, if you're yeah. talking about gameplay
3: I think uh, man i I'd be shocked not to, not to be a downer, but I'd be shocked if, they, if cyberpunk was one of the demos uh, on there it would certainly be awesome um, but, I, but you know I don't know I, I don't know how likely it is you know for me, like what kind of was I wouldn't say a red flag, but they said that there there's going to be more than 60 demos right and somewhere be, and they said somewhere between 75 and 100 when the dust settles. But I, I figure with that kind of amount, um, I figure it's going to be very like indie heavy. Uh, a lot of smaller oh, yeah. titles, um, maybe some some titles that they're bringing back because um, they talked about some stuff being like upgraded or older games kind of being a little bit revamped for for next gen. Um, so it might be a lot of that. Um, I don't know how much brand brand new stuff we're going to get. Um, what I I mean, I don't know how big of a prediction it is, but what I'm going to throw out there is, given that, if I'm not mistaken, Summer Game Fest is going to include Ubisoft as well, right? Like, they have their own thing going for there. Um, So I I, I would expect to see maybe an Assassin's Creed demo, Valhalla demo or something like that. Um, I could see them kind of partnering up and, and putting something out there for that. That would be really cool. Um, and I think it's it's possible. Um, I mean, I would love to see Cyberpunk. Um, I would love to see something new. But I'll also throw out a like a, a prediction is that we'll get a demo for a game that we like aren't expecting at all, and maybe we've heard. Next yeah, I was to gonna say about.
0: there has to be surprises. Like yeah. I think that like an easy way, an easy way to get a huge boost in you know you, how people perceive your event is like, if on the day of the event, because this thing starts, I think, on the 21st and goes through the 27th. So on the 23rd, you have your conference. If you have just one, just even one big Microsoft exclusive that's not been announced to be at this thing, and you say, oh, you can play it right now, you can try it out the day, that automatically, no matter how the rest of your conference goes, like gives you a big boost, at least, um, over Sony in terms of like, yeah, Sony showed some next-gen games, but we let you play them. You know what I mean? like. That would be crazy. So this um, is what
3: I'm going to go with to piggyback off of that. Because you know what would be a fucking awesome way to do that, right? Perfect Dark for the N64 is one of my favorite games ever. You know? One of the best shooter games of all time. One of the best N64 games. The shit that came out with the 360, if I'm not mistaken, it came out with Launch, right? And it was a... Uh, launch it window, was, I think. You know, shit. Yeah, yeah it, it, it flopped hard. And nothing has been heard of it really since. And since there's some rumors about Fable and Perfect Dark... Dude, a Perfect Dark demo... Throw in maybe... A, uh, make, make it a Battle Royale-style feature in there. And let everybody play that for a week. Would be fucking awesome. Um, I don't know how the game will turn out. Because obviously the last one wasn't very good. Um, but, I mean... Would definitely do... I think there's enough of a fan base there, and a lot of potential, especially when you see, you know, I think in many ways the original Perfect Dark was kind of ahead of its time, and, and you definitely get some, some like apex vibes from from that style of game. Um, so I think that there's definitely an opportunity there to kind of revamp that franchise and, and give it a, a reboot, and, and they could be really, really popular again. Um, so something like that would be awesome. I don't see the Fable thing happening, personally.
0: Not as a but. demo. I think we definitely see Fable at this thing. I have uh, a feeling that um, you know, even if we don't get an in-depth look, I could see as getting a, a God of War style um, you know, like pre-recorded gameplay demo uh showing off like what the environments look like. Um and has, you know, kind of a, a tone piece that runs maybe like three or four minutes where there's like gameplay, early gameplay in it. And obviously a very like structured kind of um, like demo kind of thing. I could see that for Fable, but I would agree. I don't think we'd be able to play RPGs I mean, that don't demo well. You know what I mean? It depends on if you, if you believe it or not, but
3: uh, Aaron Greenberg kind of shot down um, that either Fable or Perfect Dark were getting any kind of revamp. He's, he's alleging that they, they, those accounts have been inactive for years and it's standard practice to, to keep uh, social handles for their IPs. So yeah, I they mean they registered but trademarks wouldn't be the first this
0: time. week. <laughs> yeah. that was. The other thing, like
3: it wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't be the first time that they've kind of, you know, tried to keep us in the dark about something. But I don't know. I I, I don't know. I don't know which one is more likely. It would be super cool to hear about both of them, um, especially after you know Sony's event, because it would, re- you know, it would get there would be a lot of hype if you, uh, you know, if you knew these games were coming to to the new Xbox somewhere within within the launch window, right? It'd be fucking awesome.
0: So my money for a playable demo, whether it's the multiplayer or single player, like, I would put my money on Halo being the most likely candidate because it's the closest to being done. Like, that's the easiest, you know, guest, right? Even if it's just, like, a a PvP um, demo. um, Obviously, we're going to see gameplay from single player, but I could also see that, like, letting you play, like, the first part of an opening mission or something like that um, to show it off. Uh and with that, I want to know, like, what do you guys think Halo Infinite, like, is going to be? Like, there's a lot riding on that franchise. Like, I, I have racked my brain so many times trying to go, like, how could you reinvent Halo? It's a shooter, right? Like, how can you make Halo feel fresh? Do you just go really heavy on the story? Like, we know that that 343 has the PvP down. Like, Halo 5, um, by all reckonings, has some of the best PvP that they ever did in Halo. I don't think they have to really master that. But, like, story-wise, like, how can you make that feel fresh?
3: I don't know man. I don't think you can it's, do it yeah. with 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 this the campaign. I'm sorry, but what like I know that people love the Halo campaigns, but what's gonna make or break this game is not that it's its first player story. It's gonna be whether this multiplayer game holds up to the Halo twos, the Halo Threes, the P you know right now the, the PvP genre is, is huge, right? There's so much out there. Um something out there for everybody. So like it needs to like this the gameplay for the multiplayer needs to be something that can stand on its own it needs to be something that is top notch and i don't have very high hopes for it because i feel like i don't know i'm i'm i feel like halo has to evolve to some point to be able to compete with what's going on today with what's out there today and i feel like they're either going to give us something new that's going to that's going to stand on its own and be like game breaking right like something incredible or they're going to try to implement some of the stuff going on in other shooters right now and it not work out very well. So I feel like there's not going to be any middle ground. Like this game is either going to be great or it's, you know, it's not going to be very popular in the long run. I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Dow?
2: I think when it comes at least to multiplayer, if that's going to be available for, for the demo, you gotta expect it's kind of be it's gonna kind of be a taste of something new, or at least what they're what they're bringing to the table. So I guess my worry is kind of the same as yours, George, and that we get some kind some version of battle royale, right? That has good intentions, but I, I don't I don't have a lot of high hopes either. And I just hope that in the end we just don't get another battle royale game.
3: Yeah. That's what I'm worried about, too. It's just like, that's the thing, right? Halo in and of itself was innovative, right? It was a, you know, genre-breaking, you know, like, it was a masterpiece, right? Halo 1, Halo 2, you know, Halo 3. And then started to drop off, right? Like, it started to not evolve as much, and it just started to get kind of stale and kind of, you know, whatever. So you could give, in my opinion, you could give us the greatest campaign ever if the multiplayer cannot compete with what's out there today if it cannot compete with Call of Duty Warzone Apex Fortnite whatever any of these multiplayer games that are out there if it cannot compete with that the game's going to be a disappointment it needs to it needs to give you top notch pvp
0: it needs yeah, it's to give you e- esports true. yeah
3: esports you know it has to be a ma- a major streaming thing, you know. Professional gaming. It's got to be. It's got to be huge. Anything less will be a massive disappointment, and it'll hurt Microsoft a bit for sure.
0: Now, it's not out of the realm of person or uh, possibility. You some you know you usually see a couple third party, uh, publishers like on the stage with Microsoft, like at like E3s in years past. I wonder if we have anything um you know in in the pipeline there as you guys were talking like i was like hmm i wonder if it's possible you could see something like the mass effect trilogy remastered that's been rumored pop up there or um you know even like destiny content right like microsoft and bungie have been kind of cuddling up a little bit lately like you know in terms of social media so um i don't know uh, if that's a possibility um but it would be interesting to see like you would think with like, you know, this being like their moment, they'd probably want to minimize third party stuff. Uh, Bobby, you've you've been quiet, man. I I wanted to ask you really quickly. Like, do you have any hopes and dreams? Like, what do they need to do to wow you? Like, give me a a prediction of something you think that you will see and what's something you want to see. Uh,
1: Something new. I I tell you what was weird about. I I missed the last two shows. So I missed the PlayStation uh, show. Which I thought was great. That was their best one ever because they had no one there, no no chorus and no other uh, weird crap that they did. I thought that was their best ever. But I still think Xbox can can do better. I, I feel like that they might. I mean, I think PlayStation made their an indie announcement game, which today, which none of or yesterday, which none of them fancied me either. Uh, I, I just would like to see. I'm going to buy both consoles no matter what they won. I did the same thing with the other ones. Um, I just want to see something that will make me come back to Xbox. Uh, I've been dying for it like uh, crazy. Like For me, every game, just like you guys, is PlayStation if it's on both. You guys are Xbox if it's on both. And I would love to see the one freaking game, the one Xbox's thing, where I'm like, well, damn, they have games too. And go to the other side and play some actual games. That's what I'm waiting for. I didn't get into the whole Halo thing. Uh, there's some other things that I would like to see. Um, uh, the game I bought, or the console I got with Sunset Overdrive Edition, and I would like for them to announce a part two. Uh, I think that would be great. Um, it was enjoyable for me. Um, or Quantum Break, I'd like to see something else come from that. Uh, but I, I feel that Xbox has the opportunity to strike now which is the i hate to say it e3 time period with july uh but uh I, I would like to see games for xbox that i want to play and and i hate that i'm i don't play both as much but i would love to see xbox games that i want to play so
0: does it matter to you or like you just want to see something interesting like 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 do, like do you have a particular thing you're hoping for or do you like do you do No, you, i you... my
1: thing is i've I've been on both sides with multiplayer, except for Xbox 360. I never got into it at all. Um, but I, I, and that was just because of me. I, I came late to the party with PS3. Um, but I, I just, I would like to play a game that lasts. Like, I feel like uh, I played The Last of Us 2. I played all these other games recently, except for Minecraft Dungeons, which I'll talk about later, because that game is phenomenal. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, I I just want a game that <laughs> makes me want to play the freaking Xbox. Like I feel like I yeah. feel sad that it sits here and I don't play it, and I don't want it to die. Before I mean, I'm paying for all these things a month the 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 Xbox Game Pass, uh, Xbox Live, all these things EA Access. I'm paying for them every month, which I don't care because I pay for them for both consoles. But I just I, I want a reason to play Xbox again. Fallout Four. To me, after um, Sunset Overdrive, was the game I played the most. Even though it was on both consoles, I tried to buy it on PlayStation later and it was unplayable. Don't do it. Uh, but it, was, think, it uh, was great. But damn. Yeah, I, I, I'm
3: I'm with Bobby on that. Like, you know, for me, like, uh, you know, I prefer the Xbox because of the all the extras. I have, you know, obviously, I like Game Pass, but. The experience, the dashboard, the online service—just the feel of the Xbox—is Internet or Xbox Live. I think it's a superior product. But when you're comparing exclusives, Xbox doesn't stand a chance. It's not even close,
0: right? Yeah, they're so—they're—they're
3: so, right. uh-huh. <laughs> they're, so—it's—it's—they're—they're they're getting crushed. And and uh, maybe kind of what Bobby's trying to say is Halo is not going to cut it. Halo's not going to be the game that brings bobby not to, yeah. to, to xbox yeah, not alone, you know true. and 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 you know and history would say that that's not the game to bring anyone over you know it, it hasn't been for quite some time right like there's been several halo games and sony still holds the edge you know they need to start you know they need to start dropping their god their their god of war equivalents their last of us so, equivalent you know yes and i their would love to see that.
1: It's that's so what funny they, you say that, yeah. George, because people have asked me like repeatedly. They're like, Well, what are you gonna do for cause for some reason Sony announcing two consoles was not the biggest deal, but they ripped right. Xbox a new one when they announced it, which still blows my mind. Uh, well, they haven't they haven't have announced one that's the thing, like that's not official Xbox uh uh physical disc and that's Sea of Thieves. That that's the only Xbox game I have. Everything else is digital. Oh, you're yeah, talking so about it,
0: this gen, I guess not. Yeah, yeah. Lockhart. Right, right. I was going to ask you guys: Do you think we see Lockhart at this thing? Uh,
3: th- I mean, I think mm. I think so. I think they have to start letting that out. But I think we, I think it really depends on, I. Th- you know what? If if, uh, uh, Microsoft is like confident that their price is going that they're going to they're going to crush the Sony on price, they throw it out there. Um, if not, if you think it's going to be a little bit more balanced, I could see them he- holding on to it a little bit longer. But, um, but yeah, I think we're going to get more revelations about the price. But kind of going back to the exclusive thing, like they need to get something on there that's just, that's just better. I mean, if you just go and look up best Xbox exclusives, I mean, what, you got Halo- some of the Halo games in the last couple ones weren't that great. Titanfall, probably criminally underplayed, but it just didn't do it for people. Sea of Thieves... Yeah. I mean, if it's if it's it's a niche thing. If it's your thing, cool. But then you're like, when you're talking about these single player experiences, these single player story games. I mean, Quantum Break. I mean, a fine game, but think about how long it took us Xbox players to finally play that game. You know, to the point where it was basically free. You know, they just they just don't have a they don't get these games that bring people over that kind of like you know steal customers from from Sony, and that's where Sony continues to crush them. So, I, so I hope they start to deliver that, like what Bobby's saying. I hope they start to start showing, teasing some games that might make you be like, "Holy shit! This, this, uh, this has to be a, you know, a must-play game."
1: Agreed. Just like I Destiny 2, like- I've been on Destiny 2 hard as crap lately, trying to level up because they have the cross-save with the what is that? Oya 2.0? What the hell is that? Stadia? That garbage it's like i i wanted to (laughs) sorry sorry stadia users if you're listening yeah stadia's garbage i'll say it yeah sorry i'm just gonna say i I was a day one buyer and i was a one buyer and i i got i failed twice but it's like i i feel like (laughs) xbox multiplayer games for some reason have more of an effect on people Most of my friends that I've talked to, even recently, we've all been having arguments over the past two weeks. I left two clans within the past, this last generation last year, which was The Division 2 and Destiny 2. I left clans in both uh, just to be with other people that actually played the game. But it feels like people like George and Chris and other people, they play these games religiously, Not religiously. I just say they play these games a lot with other friends. And I don't get that on PlayStation. I will tell you now, there's not one person on PlayStation that I'm friends with. I have 200-plus-whatever people. I I do not play multiplayer games with any of them. And that's something I know Xbox had forever. And I'm hoping that something drives me back to Xbox for that. Because multiplayer was awesome with, with, uh, um, what the hell is that game? Uh... Gears of War, 4, I believe it was, was the last one I played, or 3, one of those two. I don't remember. I yeah, didn't have five, a mic, and they, they three, never the me.
2: 4 is the one. Yeah, that, yeah.
1: Right. I, I bought 5, never played it. Uh, 4, I bought it with my cousin and a couple of his friends, and none of them decided to invite me to party chat. So I stopped playing it and sold my Xbox 360, whichever one, like I said, if it was 3 or 4, I don't really remember.
2: But, yeah, I definitely uh, enjoy playing multiplayer on Xbox for yeah. some of those reasons you were talking about. But the thing is, is like if you don't have a PlayStation and, and you're able to afford one, you kind of find it, you kind of find yourself being like, well, I gotta get one because I gotta play God of War, I gotta play these, I gotta play these. You're not blind, you know, not many people are buying an Xbox just for Halo, you know? There's True. people that do, but that's not quite the norm.
1: I'll tell you the truth. Honest to God, I got my first Xbox one from McDonald's or in the pool, the, the what is it, uh, Monopoly game. I <laughs> gave it to my cousin. What? I never won anything from Monopoly in a day of my life. Um, and I bought it, and I, hadn't, I didn't have Xbox Live. I didn't have anything. I think it was when Xbox One first came out. And then I gave it to my cousin because I sold it to him because I was like, dude, I don't, I don't, I don't play Xbox. I don't, I don't have a need for it. But yeah, I won it from Monopoly. So to my cousin. And then later they were on sale and I bought the white one with um Sunset Overdrive. And I was like, this is great. I love Sunset Overdrive. It was like infamous, but fun. I'll say. Uh but uh I, I enjoyed it and then it I slowly didn't play it forever, and then I had a kid, which means I slowly really didn't play it for a long time. Um <laughs> uh, but uh yeah, it was like a year that I didn't play games, but I I only turned on the Xbox because they had that hooked up to the cable box. I hate to say it as a gamer, but the other reason most of the time my Xbox came on the first year my daughter was born in 2014 was to watch television. Okay. And then I played sunset overdrive and then fallout Four. I played at the death on the Xbox one, which I loved, but then slowly some more games came out for PS4 and my friends went there. blah blah, blah. But uh, now, I found that of, I am. In, oh, sorry. Go ahead.
2: I was going to say, sorry to interrupt, but I was saying, no, no, speaking of fallout. What do you guys think about that new trailer? Uh, before I we before
0: it. we jump there, really quickly, okay, sorry, I, I do no. want to make oh, one sorry. more quick point. No, no, no. You guys are good. I, I like the transition, Dell. Um, one more quick point. Uh, and it's been two years since Microsoft went on their uh, studio acquisition spree at the E3 of 2018. Um, so we know that there's some studios that are, you know, been working on some stuff. So I think we may see that. Do you guys think though, the initiative they're they're Quote, quadruple A studio that they, they wanted the equivalent to Sony Santa Monica. Do we get a tease mm-hmm. of what they're working on? We know they're still hiring. So, like, you know, they've got a lot of key positions filled. Do we get even just a tiny little tease of what they're on? I
1: honestly am hoping so. Yeah, they need to. They have, uh, have to. To keep relevant, they have to do something. They have to yeah, because I think,
3: sure. I, I hope, you know, and there's people that work at Microsoft that are a lot smarter than me, right? And and I see it like this, right? The reason why, it, it looks like it's all but confirmed that the Xbox is gonna be in some capacity more affordable than the PlayStation, right? But, and if they're doing that, right? Because they're, they're, it looks like, uh, just from what we're getting from insiders, that they're going to basically operate at a loss in, in hopes of getting a bigger take of the market share, right? But realistically, in my opinion, the only people that you're going to attract with a better price point are gonna be kids. Like, parents who are going to have to decide between buying their kid an Xbox or a PS5, they're going to see one is significantly cheaper, and they'll buy that. I think, like, the adult gamer, if you're a PlayStation guy, Sony guy, like, the $100 difference is probably, you know, it's only going to make you decide if you're going to buy both, but it's probably not going to be enough for you to drop Sony altogether and, and move to Xbox for the most part. Maybe a couple, maybe for the people, maybe like Bobby... Well, Bobby's buying both. But people mm-hmm. who, like, most of their friends play Xbox, they might finally bite the bullet and switch over. Maybe something like that. But I think you're just going to target parents with price points. Um, and if the, their real goal is to start, like, taking over market share and making those big investments, they put a lot of money into making Xbox the premier console, then it's time that they show us, you know, their cards, right? It's time that they show us what's what's coming because you can't wait any longer right because if you wait say a year you're already behind you know if you if you don't do anything besides a hundred dollar price difference uh sony's gonna blow you know is gonna dominate the market share again right so they have to start telling us now that they're going to deliver a better not only a cheaper product than sony but a better one um and that's only gonna happen if you start delivering some games that are going to be better or more more appealing.
1: So I agree and also want to side point that I feel like games like Fortnite and Apex are going to hurt the next gen because people are just going to move their stats and whatever up the next ladder. Uh, I mean Apex not coming to Nintendo is the biggest mistake ever. But uh, that's just me. But it's it, I really want that there's no if there's no competition there's no games. So, right. if Xbox does not succeed at their event, which I, I, it could be whatever, Xbox has plenty of time until November, which apparently seems to be the norm for launching the new systems or consoles. Uh, I, I feel like Xbox needs to attack now. I feel like Sony, for some strange reason, everybody thinks it's in the lead for some reason because they finally had a good quote unquote E3. Uh, it's because nobody was there was talking but uh i i still feel that xbox has this moment to like you said price and and multiplayer is where it's at right now and i think xbox has the moment to seize it all i don't care what they announce if they say it's multiplayer and xbox exclusive they're winning to me and i'm a playstation guy
0: Oh, they they need some more single player stuff, man. Like I I don't think multiplayer is I mean, I agree with George, like where Halo is concerned, you gotta do something innovative, but like I think Microsoft needs like their God of War, their last of us, their Uncharted. Of course. Of course. Absolutely. If
3: you you eliminate, if you took away, if you destroy like eliminated from existence half of Sony's exclusives, they still destroy Xbox in terms of exclusives. It's still not even close. So, yeah, I, you know, I mean, yes, I think it needs to be single player games because I think that's where you get a game that doesn't have multiplayer. That's where you get those like, you know, all time epic exclusive games because they're so story driven and their entire investment is straight into the single player experience. I think that's why that is. I mean, it'd be great if you gave me a game that has got a war caliber and has a multiplayer aspect to it or, or replayability. That'd be that'd be wonderful. But, I, you know, I'd settle for. Yeah, it's would settle for it's Uncharted, it's Last of Us, it's God of War, it's Horizon. Like, those games. Xbox needs to start delivering those games if they're truly going to take over Sony as the premier console. Because I think they have the hardware, I think they have the, ex- the online experience. But if there's one thing that, that Xbox is missing over PlayStation, it's the exclusives, right? It's literally the only reason that someone like me or you, Chris, even has a PlayStation. I mean, let's face it, we just have a PlayStation to play yeah, because machine. the games... Yeah, because the games on PlayStation are worth buying a PlayStation for. You know? And you can't really say that for Xbox. I think what for, for you to attract... For, for Microsoft to attract Sony people or PlayStation people, they first have to give them a reason to buy the Xbox, probably in addition to what they have. You do that with price, and you do that with, with quality games. And then eventually... They start playing the, the PlayStation less and less and less because you sell them on the games and then you keep them with the experience and the hardware and all that kind of stuff, right? I mean, that's kind of how you, um, you know, that's how any company attracts business from other from other competitors, right? Is you got to give them something sexy, something appealing to bring them in, and then you got to give them something to stay. So
0: uh, worth I think Xbox you, has Pass. all the stuff for people. We'll, to we'll include yeah, all Game these Pass. exclusives like day one as part of the price so yeah not only can you beat them on price with the console but you can say oh by the way like you you get a hundred games that you can play you know on day one with your xbox series x including the new halo and it it's the cost of the console because you know they always toss in a month free right of like xbox game pass ultimate um so day one like the cost of the console is the is the price to entry don't worry about paying for games we got plenty for you to play yeah
3: i don't and know we... if this if there's a way for them to do this but one of the issues that i have with game pass marketing is there are a lot of ways to get game pass for significantly cheaper than the what the 14.99 that it costs standard and those ways just aren't like broadcast enough i don't know it's because i mean i get it they probably want people to pay full price but if this is going to be one of your selling points, they have to market it, sell it in a better way. Like, I mean, me and Dowel, I think we, we each split like, tw- I don't know, 25 bucks earlier this year and somehow managed to get a year's worth of Xbox Live with Game Pass Ultimate prepaid for like an entire year. And we just split it, you know, because we're doing the game share thing. Like it's a re- we got a ridiculous deal on that. But yeah. when you tell someone 15 bucks a month, Uh, you know that's nowhere near what we paid you know so i i wish that kind of stuff was broadcast was more like known to people um because for whatever reason even though you get this great deal people just don't like tend not to like adding more and more subscriptions like paying monthly fees for stuff sometimes that's a turn off
0: noting that it's only five dollars more from your xbox live subscription and people don't do that they buy
3: that shit for a year Will absolutely
0: people, absolutely be yeah, yeah. a deal at launch window you you can bet the first three months that the series x is out they want every their goal is that every single purchase of the series x or the lockhart like that you're getting if you don't already have it like game pass ultimate's going with that like yeah. that would be their ideal situation um
3: will have to deliver a yeah. game that is worth getting game pass for or a game that you can only get by game pass that is that good That'd, yeah. be, that'd be something interesting, too. Like, a game that you cannot just buy alone. You only get it if you get Game Pass. And it has to be that fucking good and that worth it, you know? But that's a that's a, you know, what if you had, I don't know, a game like a God of War, right? And it was only available via Game Pass. Like, you cannot buy the game standalone. You gotta be a Game get Pass membership. On you it could.
0: Like, it could. I, I think... Like their strategy that they've like giving you access like five days early, like with Game Pass, is probably the sweet spot personally for me. Like being able to play uh, Gears of War five five days early or whatever it was, or three days early, whatever it was, was like okay, cool. Here's my incentive to have Game Pass. Not only is Gears of War included, but I get to play it early. Like right, like I don't have to pay for the game and I get early access to it. So yeah. Um, I
3: don't know. I guess we'll see, man. I guess we'll see. For me, I never bothered with Game Pass until like a deal came around, and I was like, "All right, I'll give it a go," you know, because it was super convenient to like to get it. And then when I saw just all the things that it offered, I was like, "Oh, this is great!" Like, I feel like Game Pass is one of those things where you have to really try it, and then if you try it, you'll see why it's so awesome. But it's hard. I don't know. It's hard yeah. to get people like in the door. It took me a while to like to pony up the money for it and like i can afford it it just seemed like i don't want another monthly thing or whatever but once i found yeah. these little loopholes and i gave it a shot i'm like now i can't imagine being without it you know
0: Agreed. yeah it's, it's good for impulse playing stuff like rocket league right like it took you yep. half hour you downloaded it installed it and hey we're playing rocket league you'd be yep. proud bobby all right well let's hope microsoft <laughs> knocks it out of the park otherwise the fallout could be monumental <laughs> sorry no, you did such a good smooth, job man. with the uh the first transition smooth silk i wanted Bruh. to uh to do to you know pay homage um so uh little teaser today not much um but enough to see that it was prime t- uh exclusive prime video exclusive and uh a nice little tone piece we saw uh is that they are uh the the team behind production team behind uh the Westworld TV show. So uh we got Jonathan uh Nolan, brother of famous director Chris, and then uh there's somebody else that they named. Oh, I don't have it up in front of me. Somebody can rescue me in a second. Uh involved with this. The trailer basically, for those of you who didn't see it, had uh, some very Fallout uh music along with that sort of uh gray green scale like monitor like with the, the yeah. little standby, you know.
3: Sorry, were um, you were you asking about the other producer? Yes, Lisa Joy.
0: Lisa Joy, thank you.
3: Kilter Films. Yeah,
0: perfect. Yep. Um, like, and uh, that's it. And then you know we saw that it was a Prime Video exclusive. Who's excited for this show? I know as soon as I saw the names attached to it, and that it was Amazon, who's been knocking it out of the park with with the original programming. Like, I'm in.
2: You know what? I'm I'm definitely in too. Uh, it's funny we were talking about like the Xbox PS4, uh, thing with. Exclusives like Amazon hasn't released one in in a little bit. The last one to me was what um maybe Jack Reacher in terms of Amazon uh, Prime exclusives. Jack like Ryan, shows, you mean Jack Ryan? Sorry, I was like, "Shit, <laughs> the <tongue drip." laughs> really? Sorry, tongue, why, Sorry about that. No, you're fine. Yeah, Jack, Jack Ryan. And the thing is, is now with like COVID netflix is always dropping something that is like drawing you to it might not be good but you're kind of like okay i'm gonna go there and get them to check it out and we haven't gotten that from amazon but oh you know, buddy definitely the, excited the
0: Expanse, about man in the high castle like uh yeah i didn't finish the expanse good- actually but i ex- should
3: the expanse is not a not a, an amazon original though right
0: it is now they acquire it is is, is now the most recent season is under their umbrella and you can immediately see a difference in the production quality like
3: the the man in the high castle is good too but it's not like it it doesn't quite compare to the popularity of some of the stuff on netflix but
0: obviously so netflix has quantity and i think popularity like yeah there's a bigger mind share, but i would argue that like you know, on a ratio of like one to one, like Amazon has far more like quality shows for me. Like, oh, anyway, absolutely. Like, I, in the jungle is great. like think... Jack Ryan, like that, like they just they don't have a lot of misses. I think Netflix takes more of a shotgun approach, right? Where it's like we're going to throw yeah, a ton we'll of throw... shit out. It'll get a lot of viewership because, you know, it's bingeable and like people are going to watch yeah. it for this. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. But I, see... I think that's why I'm excited because Amazon hasn't dropped anything because they haven't they haven't made that quality show of that expanse and it just takes time so i'm even more excited for it because i know you know how well made it's going to be
3: so i i I think i'm super excited i think this could be their answer to the to netflix is the witcher um but the reason i'm so excited about fallout is because it's just this i mean fallout let's be honest this is a I guess that this is not going to follow any of the games. Just going to use the setting, right? You're going to have the shelter and, you know, a person's probably going to come out and things are already going to be established. I don't think they're going to follow a specific video game, but Fallout is more, more of just a setting. Right. And there have been so many like post-apocalyptic shows with so much potential, um, that don't quite stick around. But I think, That the market uh, and people is just starved for that type of content. I mean, The Walking Dead was a massive hit. I mean, as some would argue, it's falling off now, but it's still pulling in pretty big numbers um, because people love that. I think people love that end of the world thing. But then I think of like a show like Jericho um, that didn't quite like stick around. Like, if you make, if you give me that Fallout setting, you know, and it's like a little bit of sci fi you know obviously you're going to draw in that crowd but you also draw in the crowd that like the good drama of like uh uh you know of something that's a post apocalyptic maybe don't care so much for like monsters and stuff but um if you guys ever watched that show uh it was on sci-fi a while back uh, defiance Mm-mm. no oh, man it was a i me and my wife enjoyed it it was very very sci-fi but it was a good story it was it was fun it was like a whole new world type thing and then it had a video game that would kind of play side by side with the show so it was like a pretty cool experience it didn't work out in the end and then got canceled eventually but um anyways not to get too off topic if they can deliver a really awesome nuclear wasteland you know that like there's so much personality in fallout that there's so much to pick from that they i feel like they can't fuck it up and there's just so much ways to go in there so, if they put like a really talented write, a group of writers in there and, and get like a really good story, they have so much to work for. And this could be that show that has like eight plus seasons because there's just so much things, excuse, excuse me, so much things to do, so many spin offs that you could have, you know, the different tribes, the different, I don't know, it, it could be really, really, really. No, cool. I agree, man. Possibilities I, are if
2: endless. You, if you just think about the possibilities of life inside versus outside the vault, you know, that's, that's, almost two whole shows right there in a way. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. So it's, it's definitely something I'm going to be looking out for and watching ASAP. As well, they have a rich down. world to draw it's from, right? So like that's many. a huge, help. Yeah. like that's so thing, many yeah. possibilities, man. They could do
3: anything or, or something brand new. It could like, like I said, it could not follow any, like you could not have a single faction from any of the fall. They could create new ones, mm-hmm. you know, like it could be like, another fallout game you know um i feel like you gotta like
0: hear about like like brotherhood of steel right like you gotta at least hear about those guys like the rangers like i feel like there's a way to be original and still kind of keep that that lore because it's so sure such a part of it i would almost not even mind if they did an anthology style right like each season you're in a new place and it's a contained story in the fallout universe like even that timeline's pretty big, right? Even from, like, Fallout 1 to Fallout 4, like, there's, like, you know, a long time between some of those games. Um, yeah. So, I, like, I'm not saying I want them to adapt each game. Like, I just mean that, like, you could go to a different part of the country each season, have that self-contained story, and then the next, you know, season do something completely different.
2: They could, yeah, man. They, they could that
0: do so much. Fun. Like, there's,
3: yeah, it's just a vast, endless amount of possibilities that they could really, really nail, I just feel like it's, it's, if it picks up some mainstream attention, it could be huge. It could be Game of Thrones huge. It could be that, that popular if they can manage to put in that mainstream appeal to you know the, the thing to get the people who are not gamers to watch, right?
0: Like we, we all agree, if Ron Perlman's not in there in some some regard, we're riding, right? Like we gotta have fucking like, Ron Perlman. From there. <laughs> 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 He's such a part of the you know, like the narrator kind of thing. Like you know, like and he was in, I think he was a character either in Fallout One or Two. But um, yeah, Bobby, yeah. you're a Fallout guy,
1: man. Like I, what's I up, love dude? Fallout. I I am excited for this only because I think even though I like playing Fallout seventy six, I think it was it was awful. And now they're <laughs> trying to monetize it. Uh, it's even more awful, but I keep paying for it because it's the most god-awful game that I like to keep playing for some reason.
0: Bobby, I hope someday I have the like, opportunity to, to like, swindle you because, man, I'm going to take oh, you for man. a ride, dude. Like,
1: yeah. oh, <laughs> I, the- I wish, I wish that I, life, and- I, was <laughs> like, I totally wish that when the next gen comes out, I could buy everybody both. I told her that's what I've been trying to save for her. Which which in the oh, podcast, my. not not everybody in the world. So y'all people listen, they'll get excited. Talk about the <laughs> podcast, like because oh, it's my. it's like I want people to experience both because I think both are going to be good. Uh, but but getting back to this fallout, I think it'll be great uh, if they go the right way because it seems like it's the perfect time because The Walking Dead seems to be in between whatever the hell they've been doing. Uh, and like I like Josh Holloway from The Colony when he was on The Colony after Lost. I think he was Sawyer almost. I believe. Yeah. Uh, yep.
2: Like yeah, I, yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I loved him on the Colony. I hated that last season because they rushed crap. But I, I'd like to see him in kind of the fall and NPCs if they have those, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's just. Yeah.
3: Well, would would it be funny if you know, like I don't know. Kid Harrington just shows up and starts killing you. People from other games and whatnot just are showing up. All the TV shows going there and start beating you. you the main character. Yeah, up.
1: The intro should be the main character, <laughs> <laughs> like Tom Cruise, and he dies by right. an NPC. before the first 12 seconds. <laughs> before sorry.
3: before we, we we jump off into something else. Question for you guys, right? While well, we're completely speculating, will there be Pit Boys and will there be a, a version of the VAT system?
0: Uh, no, and this, no to Vats, yes to Pip Boy. Um, yeah, like I feel I like Vats is t- too video gamey. Like maybe like they do like a little nod to like Vats, but I think like yes to the Pip Boy though. Absolutely yeah, I definitely think the Pip Boy. Boy
1: for the Fallout cards and blah 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 collectibles, bobbleheads. I hope that they give some kind of nod to that, uh, or else it's just typical Bethesda. And I live, I live very, very close to Bethesda, Maryland. And, God, and they, they've been getting some heat lately from Fallout 76 with their, like, 48 or 72 hours of garbage Twitch feed of, like, moving a Fallout boy and a bobblehead, which was god-awful to watch. But but hundreds of thousands of people decided to watch it every single day.
3: <laughs> Man, I just, I just get excited at the thought of, like, watching the main character drink a Coca cola <laughs> pay with bottle caps. Yeah. like. Mm
2: -hmm. the the casino that would be the best thing
1: ever if you had someone that's the that's the i think
2: that's the i think that's the draw like you were saying earlier the setting is the draw to the show that gets it that mainstream appeal like that that aesthetic is just something that that a lot of people seem to like so it'll be interesting and Even though we be fun, like, yeah. God, you know? Man,
0: imagine being a weapon designer for a show and getting to make some of the <laughs> wild ass shit man, Oh, man. Like, they have, like it would be yeah.
3: awesome, dude. It would be awesome. And and that's why like I feel like it has so much potential because you know, like any any writer, anybody who starts writing the show, like, dude, there's no excuses, man. There it's so vast. You can literally make up whatever <laughs> mm-hmm. you want. You can write it however, right. however you want. You have complete creative, you know, control. Um, and you know, I don't think Amazon is like the type of, uh, you know, company that's going to be like on top of them to do it a certain way. So I feel like it's just so vast that you can't screw this up. The only way you screw this up is if you have, you know, a bad writer, bad director, bad actors, you know,
1: like it's just,
3: there's too much potential
1: here. Every person from the expanse TV show (laughs) and put them in fallout. And it'll be the best <laughs> shit ever. Stuff. <laughs> Stuff ever. Sorry, folks. Stuff No, oh, you can well, we'll all you want. I don't. Um, I always feel bad. It's our yeah.
3: Oh, 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 you know, I, I can only hope. I hope that they do it right because it, you know, and they could have a serious money pit on their hand. if this, uh, you know. Oh, this,
0: you gotta imagine if this imagine thing's a smash hit, like you know, they're gonna do Skyrim at some point. Like, I hope it's
1: Fallout DC. <laughs> to be honest, I live around the corner. <laughs> Skyrim. And I've been I've been kind of waiting for a Fallout moment.
3: You know, uh, I mean, I could see the Skyrim thing, but there's too many shows like that out there already. There I'm is talking no... down the road. Nope. They, they, yeah, they give, they give it, it could. Like, but this, yeah, this is yeah. the one where, like, dude, there, where, is where is that? Where is that post-apocalyptic nuclear, you know? There is nothing out there that this what would compete in. This, this uh, two, two years away,
0: in. by the way? Like, what do we say? Two years away? Three years? I am not
3: sure how deep they're in there. Yeah, this, dragons this have been gone
1: for a while. Especially
0: with man, COVID. Go
1: way. Yeah, i, yeah, I I'd, I'd
3: guess closer to three. I'd say closer to three for sure, but depending on how far along they are in the, in the process right now, you never know.
1: Them rads, yeah. man. You better watch out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> really quickly, we're going to wind down. This is going to be kind of a lightning topic here. Um, Rumored, not confirmed, but uh, with some stuff coming out, I think with some EA games this week that... Uh, Next gen games may cost $70, might get a $10 price increase. Um, it's been a, a long discussed topic in the gaming world. Uh, it's just a fact that game production costs uh, have risen steady with inflation, and the prices for video games for a long time um, have not reflected that. So um, I want you guys to uh, quickly discuss, give me your hot take, you know, 60 seconds or less. Mm-hmm. And how are we feeling about this? I'll go last.
3: I'll go. I'll start off first. While, while EA is no stranger to price hikes and being involved with money, this is not EA. This is 2K, 2K Sports. Oh, 2K, um, sorry. I are, are the ones that inadvertently release this. Now, there is still a minor shred of hope because it, for this game in particular, NBA 2K, they always sell different versions of this game. They sell like a regular edition or a legendary edition, this edition. This edition. Um, so I could totally. It, it, it maybe a small chance that it's not exactly going to be like that but it seems like it is a ten dollar price hike super reasonable i think you know like i'm not excited about any time that they increase prices um but they haven't for quite some time it's obviously a lot of inflation going around so that makes sense it's reasonable i hope they deliver quality games um for that um you know not to mention how many more people are taking advantage of game sharing um so when you factor that in, especially if you split the games, you're talking about maybe a $5 increase, you know, being able to play this on multiple devices. Um, I think it's super reasonable. It's understandable. Uh, and hopefully that money just, um, you know, we're, we get our, a good return on, on the investment, right? Like we get better quality games, faster, less buggy, you know. Hopefully it's a better experience for us all around. I think is it, it's a reasonable and, and small price to pay for sure.
2: Yeah, I agree with George. Um, Definitely, you know, it's just a sign of the times, right? I mean, they got to raise their prices, do what they got to do. I work in finance, so it kind of just seems like something that's overdue in a sense. I mean, even a McDouble is not a dollar anymore, so a $10 price hike in games is not going to push me away from anything too much, and I kind of, it's almost like, good for them like you finally did it almost in a sense yeah,
0: it's a tough thing logistically I think because you got to get every everybody's got to do it together um, the last price hike that happened was like a rare instance of like everybody in the industry coordinating to have consistency so um, I think you know logistically you've got that um, you know is a pretty uh, big feat in and of itself right um, but uh, if anyone's curious so 2006 which is when the previous generation launched uh, 60 bucks now is um, about uh, $76.31 right so $10 seems reasonable you know like it, you it, they're still not even quite adjusting up to inflation like $80 would if they wanted to really future proof this i don't i just think that's too big of a, a price hike for people to be able to swallow um, but presumably this will lead to, um, you know, game devs getting paid probably what they should um, and allowing like game production to kind of stay at the pace that it's at right now in terms of like how much it costs to to make a uh, a game, especially AAA game, you know, your indies and things. I think um, those are the people that are laughing all the way to the bank probably right now as far as like, uh, you know, all the tools that are out there that are free or low cost and the fact that you can make a very, you know, uh, quality indie game with a team of 10 people or less. Bobby, what's your take, buddy? You good with this?
1: Let me tell you. I love the crappiest video game ever in 1993 named Bubsy. And I remember my mom yelling at me to the high heavens at EB Games that it cost $60. And that was in 1993. Uh, So, yeah, a price hike is, is valid at this point. I mean, it's been, God, that was Super Nintendo, Sega Slash On, it, it's been coming. I, I don't know what people. I, I hope that it doesn't come with uh, pay DLC. Not not for Bubsy. Bubsy can't afford pay DLC. But like any of the new <laughs> games, <laughs> uh, I, I yeah. hope that it's not like I, I've seen games lately, um, like uh, Destiny and other games where they're doing the seasons. Fortnite, which now Save the World is becoming free. They got rid of the whole. Uh, what is it coming or beta or whatever the hell they're in? Oh crap! What is it called? Fortnite apparently is is about to give away the save the world side. Uh, but it's it's uh, early access. That's what it was. Uh, I I'm games are going to cost what they cost. I don't. I mean, Destiny Two when when they're asking for more money on top of the game I already paid for. I, I'm kind of on the fence, but seventy bucks a game seems reasonable. It's a new time, new console. Uh, Just hope they don't take God knows how long to update or day one updates as huge as they have been.
0: I mean, people forget in the uh, Super Nintendo days, um, there were carts that were eighty dollars. That wasn't like a standard price, but I paid eighty dollars for Mortal Kombat three when it came out. Like that was my one and only birthday like present that year. It was like, hey, this is what you want. Like this is all you're gonna get. Um, And for If you really want your eyes to pop, inflation from ninety five to two thousand when Mortal Kombat three came out would be one hundred and thirty seven dollars today. So um, there wasn't the same consistency back in the sixteen bit days. But um, to give to to kind of put that in perspective, you know what
2: I mean? Yeah, and you know what? I would rather pay seventy plus dollars to get a game where I don't have to pay for another DLC as well. Like, if that's what it costs to make that happen, then I'm all for that. Because now, every single game comes out with some kind of DLC down the road. So, if that's just kind of already taken care of in that initial price, that's something that, that I would definitely appreciate. And I feel like a lot of people would that'd be just pretty good to see and would pay for
1: it. Yeah, I'm looking at an ad right now from 1996 Toys R Us. For 70 bucks for Super Nintendo, you can get Street Fighter Alpha 2, $70. And then NBA Hang Time for the Sega Genesis was also $70. Bucks. Yeah. And, so there, and there was college football is, back then. I paid $700 for that. Program.
0: I think, you know, but uh, yeah, so uh, let's do what we've been playing really quickly. I know Dow's got to head out here. Um, Dow, if you want to just quickly plug what you've been playing so you can skedaddle and plug anything you want to
2: plug. Sure, we were talking about Game Pass earlier. I downloaded NBA Two K and just been playing the hell out of some My Player, and that's about it. You can sing, man. You can get My Player's fun if if you have Game Pass. Get NBA Two K, give it a try. It's fun.
3: Hey, I got that. I got My Player up. We got to play sometime, time, dude.
2: Absolutely,
0: awesome. And Dal, where can people find you on the internet, buddy? Uh, Twitter
2: at Dowell D O W E L L 9 9. Awesome,
0: George. Uh, what you've been playing, and uh, do you want to plug anything?
3: Uh, I got nothing to plug. I mean, nothing's changing what I've been playing, still playing an unhealthy amounts of Destiny.
0: Not proud of it. Yeah, you kept <laughs> me up very late the other night, it was my choice, but still. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Bobby?
1: Uh, you can find me everywhere at Robbie Bobby Miller. Uh, but I've been playing the heck out of Minecraft Dungeons. I got two trophies left to get. Uh, one of them is playing with people online, revive twenty people. Which I need um, some friends. They're for. called
0: achievements. If you're a real Xbox, oh you my know gosh!
1: That. Well, I've almost got platinum, which is not an achievement. I know. But I will tell you what. Uh, I will say this as a Sony guy: uh, Game Pass is better than PS Now.
0: I don't think that's viewed by anybody. With you know,
1: hey. Um, Hey, PlayStation people will die to the death for any freaking game, which I still think The Last of Us Two is a seven out of ten. Whoever gave it a ten, oh, out of don't 10 say anything. I haven't finished
0: it. I haven't finished oh no, no,
1: no! I would no, I would never. No, no, um, it's a seven out of ten game. That no, well, it's beautiful. Be Story's able, great. Let's agree but with people that. Are stupid, but, uh, <laughs> three slaps.
0: I'm, I'm twenty hours into that. Speaking of what I've been playing, Last of Us Two. So I feel like I'm about the two thirds mark. Some cool stuff's happened. There's been a lot of twists and turns. I would. Mark this as a solid like nine to nine five. Like I'm, I disagree with your seven. You just um, wait. I do think it's more flawed than the first game um, yeah, so far. Like, but only slightly. It's like nitpicky stuff. Like I, yeah. but I, I still think this is in like the amazing category. Um, we'll see how it all you know gets tied together. But uh, yeah. And then of course Destiny two, like George said, a little bit of Rocket League. Like I finally, I suck at I Rocket, Rocket League. League. I'm so uh, bad. Like I'm trying wait, to get better.
1: Play, hit me up, man.
0: I know. I play yeah.
1: all day every day. Yeah. And there's a new event, do it yep. up, man. You get balloons. Have your anniversary.
0: Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that does it for this week. Uh, it was a pleasure as always, guys. I hope everybody has a safe holiday weekend. That includes you fellas on the podcast and you listeners out there. Like, share, subscribe. We appreciate you. And uh, we will see you next week.
3: See you. Deuces.